Hello, friends, kingdom builders, kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to the ministry of Apostle Kenneth Fletcher and the Mind of Conception podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast to help us connect with the body of Christ and contribute to the growth and success of the kingdom of God. So let's join the teaching of the word right now. Uh, also, Mother Watkins, Mother Pop Watkins, uh, Linda and Jerry Chapman uh, back there in uh, Brookfield, Ohio, and then also Miss Veronica on the road as well. And again, like I said, what I want to do tonight is just kind of recap uh, when I was on the Talktainment radio on uh, Friday, last Friday, uh, we shared about something that we're going to kind of dig into a little bit and kind of discover a little bit. Uh, called the law of the spirit. And so uh, we're going to go to the scripture because these things, uh, they affect our lives, right? They affect everything about our lives. Uh, and we want to, we'll, we'll try to just kind of uh, set a foundation, if you will, tonight, uh, because one thing about it is this, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not just for, if you will, uh, you know, religious things. You know, sometimes uh, I've seen in my experiences where we put those kind of religious things in a, in its own box and the word of God never really affects our entire life the way that God intended it to affect our life. Right. Remember what he talked about uh, in the book of Hebrews, where he said the word that was preached to the Israelites did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. So that being said, it is God's desire and his design that whenever a word is released to us, that that word is to profit us, right? I mean, to, to prosper us, right? To profit and to prosper, to cause us to excel, to exceed, uh, to progress, uh, you know, to go up, to elevate, whatever word terminology you want to use. So the word of God comes to add heaven's ability and heaven's resources to our lives. And something that I learned, uh, and I've seen this over the years, all, over, all of these years, I mean, it's crazy now, almost 30 plus years, but what people can do, they can compartmentalize even the gospel. And so they just make that one part of their life and then they try to handle the rest of their life, you know, whether it's by their own strength, by their own creativity, by their own ingenuity, and they're actually lacking in some of the resources that God has for his people. And so that's one of the ones I wanted to bring out. And we'll, we'll, we'll like I said, I'm going to just recap pretty much tonight, and then we'll get back into this again. But we're going to go to Romans chapter 8, a uh, very, very familiar passage of scripture. Uh, many people know it. Uh, and we're going to look at just verses 1 and 2, and then we'll go on from there. And then we're going to try to break down what I'm talking about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So again, let's read these first and then we'll go forward from there. He says, there's there now no condemnation. There's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law, now this is what you want to focus in on. We're going to meditate this out and 
and kind of study this out and dig on this a little bit. And, 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 and I'm going to bring some things out tonight. But he says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. And as I was looking at this, it's very interesting that he uses the word law twice, right? He uses the word law for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And he also uses the word law for, again, the curse, if you will, the sin and death. So there is a law in operation. There is a something that is set in motion, whether you call it a principle or whatever you want to call it, but there's a things that are set in motion called the law of sin and death, but there's also something set in motion called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And I said while I was on the radio, just to think about it, because, you know, one of the ways that we can understand is real easy is when you start talking about, you know, natural laws, right? You think about the law of gravity. So the law of gravity basically says what? You know, if you drop something off of a building of any kind of, it's going which way? It's going down, right? The law of gravity, because there, those are natural laws that are set. But then there's also a, also a other laws, laws of physics, laws of aerodynamics, whatever have you, where you can have something as big as an airplane seem to actually defy the law of gravity and actually take off and fly in the air. Well, when you look at an airplane on the ground, when it's not flying, you're looking at that thing and like, how can that big old gigantic thing even fly and get into the air? Well, what did they do? They use other laws that were able to succeed or, or excel the law of gravity, right? Whether it's the law of aerodynamics or whatever, it, they, they operated in a different law and that different law superseded the law of gravity. So I'm saying that just to make a point and then we just kind of, laying the foundation. So so certain laws, just in that instance, can be superseded, right? Even though the law of gravity didn't go away. You understand what I mean? Like, so if the airplane turns the engines off or 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 does something that will hinder the law of aerodynamics being in operation, guess what? Gravity is going to take over and it's coming down. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I'm saying that so that we can grab a hold of this. I know that there are the law of sin and death is in the earth, right? Uh, the, the, the decay of natural things, uh, uh, things that if you if they're not uh, given maintenance to will begin to decay. Uh, we talk about even just the natural body. If you don't take care of it, if you don't operate in the laws of health and nutrition or whatever else, Right then, the natural uh, natural result will be the decay or the decline of the body. Right, so those laws are set. But what God has done for us, folks, He's given us in Christ Jesus to be able to operate in a new law. And I don't know about you, but that is exciting to me. I'm telling you, it is a blessing. Uh, you can have an expectation an expectation that you're not just 100% subject 
to whatever happens in this earth, right? And But now I want to say this because I was meditating on this and thinking about it because I dealt with this a little bit on the radio in Ohio Friday. But folks, just like anything else, you don't learn these principles or these laws or know how to operate them by just snapping your finger. There has to be some time of discipline, of some time of consistency, right? Some time of digging in the word of God and working together with God, who is the spirit, and understanding how he operates his laws, his spiritual laws, which if operated in God, with God, and through God, can supersede or override the natural law. You say, wait a minute, preacher, what are you talking about? Well, think about this, what I'm saying. First of all, the very, the very simplicity thing of saying about the law of the spirit of life is this, is that the spiritual will dictate the natural. In other words, the unseen is greater than what you can see right? You, you got to get that in your spirit. Because if you don't get that in your spirit, you'll never be able to operate in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Well, you say, well, what are you talking about? Well, have you ever considered creation? You ever considered the world, the earth, right? Now, I mean, you don't, I know you can't really unmute an answer, but who made everything? God, right? Did not God make everything? He created the heavens and the earth. Is that right? Am, am, I, am I telling the truth? right? But wait a minute now, God created the trees and the mountains and, and the, you know, whatever, the desert or whatever, he, the water, he created all of that. Is that right? We still, we still okay here? Okay. So if God created all of that, but how did God create those physical things when the Bible tells us plainly that God is a spirit? And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So something you can't see has made, created everything that you can see. See, that's a law, folks. And many people, even Christians, they don't get that. And they, 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 they struggle with that. But so if I can learn how to deal with the root of something, what is keeping something there or causing something to happen in the unseen, then the outward situation will change. It, it has no choice. Okay. So we're just dealing with this, trying to lay a foundation. It's called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So everything that was made, everything that was created was made and created by something you cannot see. That's a very, uh, uh, it's, a, it's interesting, but so it, it's very interesting, but it's very vital for the believer to operate in this law of the spirit of life. Because notice this, what he said about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, he says, it will set me free from the law of sin and death. I'm not saying that the law of sin and death goes away because it's still in the earth. It's going to be in the earth uh, uh, and, and until Jesus comes and makes a new heaven and a new earth, right? But that law is still operating. But for the child of God, that will hear me hear me clearly, that will work together with God, get into the word with God, listen, allow God to talk through them and speak to them, then we can operate in a different law. It's called the law of the spirit of life. So when 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 listen, you gotta hear me correctly, glory to God, because you know, you don't have to be subject to just what everybody else goes through. 
you got to hear me the right way. But that's when I'm walking with him, walking with Jesus, learning his way of doing things, listening to him, and understanding the law of the spirit that he's allowed me to operate in, right? Because you can't operate in it unless you understand the one that wrote all the laws, right? He's the one that created everything that you can see and that you cannot see. Everything was created by him and for him and through him. And he is above everything, folks. Glory to God. So so, so this, is, this thing is, I really have a, a passion, if you will, to help people to see this because, now I want to say this again because as I was praying on this, this doesn't happen just by snapping your fingers. You don't become a lawyer just by snapping your fingers. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, somebody that understands the laws of uh, uh, judicial laws, you have to take sometimes years and years and years to study those laws and see how they apply and see how to go to court and all that, I'm, I'm, you know, natural thing. See how to go to court and how to use the laws to do this and do that. Folks, God is... is the, it, the law of the spirit of life is the same thing. There are laws. There are laws that God has set in motion that if you work those laws, they will supersede the law of sin and death. Glory to God. I'll hopefully, hopefully y'all can grab a hold of that, man, because all I can do is tell you, and, but there are something you have to do. Just like I said, right? When somebody, the reason why we go to a doctor, right? I'm just trying to use, I'm trying to make it as plain as I can. The reason why we go to a physician, you want to know why that person is a physician? Are they just better people than you? Are they just more important than you? No. They went through years and years and years of learning, years and years of years of studying, of perfecting their craft, right? Of learning all of the things about the body. And they went through eight years of schooling or whatever have you. And then they had to go through more years of schooling. And so now you go to them and trust what they're saying because they are now practicing in that regard, but they didn't learn that stuff just because they snapped their fingers. They had to learn everything that they're doing, right? Same thing with a lawyer or whoever. You don't just snap your fingers and become that. Glory to God. It takes a discipline and a consistency of getting it, of getting the knowledge, learning how to apply the knowledge, right? Getting counsel, going through the practice, the whole thing, and then you can begin to do your profession. So what am I saying? I'm saying the same thing with the laws of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. See, I can tell you this stuff, but you're going to have to make a commitment to say, wait a minute, let me find, let me get, let me get together with God. Let me work together with him. Let me humble myself to hear his voice or listen to him and get into the word and let's see what he says about it. And so that I can begin to operate the way he wants me to operate and not be completely and totally always subject to this law, this curse that's in the earth, folks. It is here. Glory to God. But thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, he has redeemed us from the curse. Glory to God. Don't get ahead of yourself. Okay, watch this. Go quickly with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, very familiar passage of scripture. Uh, uh, many of you know it well. Glory to God. You've probably preached it and quoted it to everything else, right? 
all this stuff. But Hebrews 11 and 1, real quick, I'm talking about the law of the spirit of life. Now, faith is what? The substance, the substance, come on now, of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things, what? Not seen. Okay, come on. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Now, let's keep reading here. Through faith, we understand <laughs> that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, what you can see was made and created by what you cannot see. So the, so the word of God has creative power and ability to change things that you can see. The word of God coming out of your spirit, spoken by faith, and working together with God has the ability to create things that you can't, that you don't even see. So what am I saying? You say things consistently. You, you, you agree with God. Again, you say what God says about you. You say what God says about your body. You say what God says about your life. You say what God says about your finances. Come on. You say what God says about your redemption. Right about being being uh, becoming his child. Say what God says, and out of your spirit, through faith, working together with him, it will begin to create a whole new life. Why? Because what is it doing? Every day, every week, every month, every year is separating you from the law of sin and death. Glory to God. You are totally being so transformed that you don't even look like the same person that you used to be 5, 10, 15 years ago. Why? Because the word of God is bringing forth a brand new creation. And that is a law that when it is set in motion, it sets you free from the law of sin and death. Praise God. All right. Glory to God. Did y'all get that? Did y'all understand that? I, I really do. Y'all, I really want y'all to get this because this, this is this is not just stuff I'm making up. You understand what I mean? This is scriptural understanding. And Jesus operated in that law. He operated in that law while he was here on the earth. He said, listen, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. He said, the flesh profits nothing. But the words that I'm speaking to you, they are spirit. Think about that. He said, my word, Jesus, my word is spirit and it is life. <laughs> and it will supersede, glory to God, every other law that's in the earth. Glory to God. That's why, now I'm not saying we don't need these other things. You got to hear me correctly. But that's why sometimes the, the medical people can say, you know what? There's nothing we can do. I mean, we can't do anything at all. You know, there's nothing. I mean, and thank God. Don't, don't misunderstand me. God uses everything. But there comes a time sometimes when you need divine intervention. And when you need divine intervention, glory to God, thank God there's a spiritual law that will cover that. And if I talk to God enough, right, if I communicate with him, I can learn how to operate in that law. It is, and it's a law, folks. And God's not going to say, well, uh, well, you did everything. Let me, let me say it like this. You worked the law and you did everything exactly how I wanted to, how I wanted you to, but I'm just going to hold this back from you. No, because God is not like that. What am I saying? 
God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. Folks, that's not only negative, that's positive as well. If you sow to the spirit, you will of the spirit reap life. You will reap life and peace. If you sow, sow to the flesh, of the flesh, you're going to reap destruction. Folks, those are laws that are set. Glory to God. And so I want you to grab a hold of that. I really pray that you, you can hear my heart because I see, I see Christians uh, constantly getting into an area of fear, of fearfulness, uh, uncertainty, and all of these things that are happening, right, because of all the stuff that's happening in the world. But folks, you and I are not, let me say it the right way, if you operate in these laws, then you don't have to fear what's happening in the world. Right. You can be you can walk in the freedom and in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. OK, you can walk in the freedom and you can walk in the liberty. Glory to God. Amen. So, Catherine, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but you're going to have to connect your audio if you can hear me. OK. And then that way you'll be able to hear. So watch this. So so I said that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free, come on, from the law of sin and death. Thank God for that. Because otherwise, folks, we have no hope. We're just like the rest of the world. We have nothing else to hope in. But Jesus operated in those laws. So write the scripture down there, uh, John 6 and 63, so you can go back and read it and meditate it on your own time. Uh, uh, you want to... Uh, Read that John six and sixty three. He says, "For, uh, the, it, for it is the uh, the words that I speak unto you. It is the Spirit that quickens, or the Spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit and they are life. So, folks, we got to learn how to uh, <laughs> we got to learn how to speak what God is speaking." To us Now, I want to say one more time, I'm not a broken record, but understand this. Understand this. You don't learn. We Nobody learns these things just like by snapping your finger. No, no. You have to become a student, a student of the word. Right. You have to become, again, a student of a, a, a disciple, a student of the word, a learner. Jesus said, come unto me. Right. Take my yoke upon me and learn from me. So some of these, when you see things that he was operating, Jesus operated in that law of the spirit of life. What did he do? He took two fish, five loaves of bread. He took, he looked up to heaven and he blessed it. And he then guess what happened? The food started multiplying, folks. I'm talking about God can meet your needs supernaturally when you walk in this law. And these are things that you do continually, things that you do daily. You do them daily and weekly and monthly, and then they become a part of your life. And you will see, again, the progress and process of progress continually in your life. Why? Because you got a law working now. You got something in motion going. Does that make sense to everybody tonight? And it's the same thing as anything else, right? If you keep sowing uh words of doubt, words of fear, words of unbelief, actions of doubt. You keep sowing. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Doesn't matter who, who you are. Myself, it doesn't matter. 
but you can also sow to the spirit. Okay. So I don't want to stay long, too long on that here, but so uh, Hebrews 11 and three through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen, glory to God, man, I really pray you can get this. Things which are seen were, were not made of things which do appear. What am I saying? In the beginning, God created the heavens, right? And the earth. Is that right? The earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. The spirit of God was already in operation. The Holy Spirit, all the way back there in Genesis chapter number one, verse number two, right? He was just hovering over the, over the water. But then it said, God said, he spoke, let there be, and everything came into being. So God, who is a spirit, calls all of the physical things and natural things come to come into being, glory to God, by his spoken word. Lord, have mercy. Have, hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I pray that you can grab hold of that. Uh, let, let's go to the next one. Colossians chapter number one. Uh, some of you've heard me teach on these things before because they, these are things that we can operate in in our everyday life. This is not just, uh, like I said, God did not, the gospel did not just come to make us good church members, right? <laughs> the gospel came to make us children of God and children of the king so that we can walk in that royal uh, mindset, if you will, uh, it, as his servants, but but understanding the reality of the royalty, right? Right. We've been brought into the family of God. We have been redeemed, glory to God, and brought into the family of God. And folks, listen, let me say this. I, I hear that right there. Understand that's the goodness and the mercy of God right there. Because see, we many times we we when I say we, I'm talking about people in general. It's almost hard for people to receive from God because it's like it's too good. You understand what I mean? And and the reality from the human standpoint, it is too good. We didn't earn it or deserve it, but He is that good. You understand what I'm saying? He is that good to say, "I'm going to bestow this on you because I love you." Glory to God! Not because you earned it. Not because you deserved it, but because I love you. All right. So watch this. Colossians chapter number one and uh, verse number 15. Well, let's start at verse 14. Okay. He says, in whom we have redemption through his blood. Glory to God. Even the forgiveness of sin. Who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature. Now watch this. Here it is. For by him were all things created that are where? That are in heaven and where else? That are in earth. Come on, now check it out. Watch the word. Visible and invisible. And he is, and all things were created by him and for him, right? Uh, he created all things visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Folks, nothing can exist 
except by him and through him and for him. Okay. All right. So, so what do you want to do? Uh, and, we, and we're going to be, we're going to get ready to wrap it up here tonight. So what I, what I want, what I need you to do, I need you to begin to accept, if you will, what God has said and allow the Holy Spirit to work on your understanding of your mind to realize that you have become a partaker of these things. Because folks, let me say this, because if you fight this in your thinking, you can't really operate in it. That's why the Bible talks about the renewing of the mind, because the mind just in the natural mind, this, wait a minute, it says he created all things, stuff you can see and stuff you can't see. So wait a minute now, if the Bible says that, what are these things that he created that I can't see? He said things that are visible and things that are invisible <laughs> are created by him and for him. So that, that's part of that law of the spirit of life. Jesus talked to everything. He talked to trees. He talked to the wind. He told the fish to jump into Peter's boat, if you will. He, he, he spoke to stuff. So you and I have to learn that. And the best way to learn it is learning how to speak over your own life, right? Declare over your life what God has said about you, okay? Uh, uh, glory to God. Hold on for just a second, guys. Actually, uh, praise God. But so anyway, those are the things that God is trying to do with all of us. Amen, amen. Thank God for his word. We pray that you were blessed by the teaching on our podcast today. Please join us for online fellowship in our personal Zoom room. The access code is 931-432-8488. And the password is the number two. God bless you. We love you and hope to connect with you soon. Until then, continue to be about the Father's business.